Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, this is the Hub Call. This is my weekly check-in. What's going on in the real estate market? Uh, we have the one and only Ty and Matt with us today. Yes, we do have other members, but they—they must, they must be busy. Let's let's give them that. They must be busy. Ty, how you doing? You were first in. I'm doing awesome, man. Great to be with you. Awesome, and Matt, what's going on? I saw you sitting courtside for that Phoenix uh, Phoenix Sacramento game. Uh, it was fun, except the last I don't know three four minutes. I'm guessing. Yeah, it was funny too because I I, I fly into Phoenix and and uh, I'm an undercover Kings fan. I'm not telling everybody <laughs> I'm a Kings fan because uh, sitting in the the Suns owner seats. But uh, <laughs> you don't want to so do that. That's bad. Everyone's coming up to me like, "What an exciting game! That was fantastic." I go, "Kind of. It was kind of a good <laughs> idea, <laughs> except for the fact that my team blew a 22 point lead with 8:17 left. Besides that, it was a great game. Yeah, besides <laughs> the last 18 minutes or eight minutes, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's funny. Well, Ty, let's go to you first. I always just go with who, who showed up first. What is going on in the real estate market? You, you've you been in the game 30 years. You've seen plenty of winter to spring selling seasons. Typically, I think in our market, which I'll just call Silicon Valley for you know a, a geography, sure. our spring selling season really doesn't catch fire until after the Super Bowl. What yep. I'm wondering with rates down, what's going on? What are you seeing out there? Um, it's competitive. It's competitive for first-time buyers. It's competitive oh. for realtors to get listings. Um, something we've talked about for a long time on this show, as well as you've talked about for the last 18, 24 months, low inventory. Low inventory still feels like the theme of the year. It's driving value. We're seeing multiple offers below oh, the really? median. Multiple yeah. offers. Yeah, especially below the median, which is kind of like – Maybe if the house is outstanding, it's a, you know, fix and flip, it, it comes in, it's really beautifully done. But even on mediocre stuff that you're going, how does that sell for five or yeah. 7% higher than the asking? That um, my, yeah, that's my, yeah, that's it's I'm weird. Nervous. It's yeah. weird. And then just one quick question before we go to Matt, it, we've talked a lot about luxury, right? The median in your market's what, like 600-ish? Where you are, Ty? Uh, mediums. Yeah. Below six, five fifty yeah. six and under. Yeah, let's, yep. Let's call it six. What's going on in the luxury. And I'll say luxury is 1.2 and above. It, it, it is more, I guess what I'm looking for is more inventory coming. Like, is that where the inventory is coming or no, nothing yet? No, I don't see it. And, and here's what I see even in. So I live in a, about a 900,000 to about a 1.2 million neighborhood. Okay. Um, and, even here, like, I'm like, okay, when I see a new listing, I'm like, okay, is this the one I'm going to pick up on creative finance right. subject to, or whatever, let it age on the market. And even then it's defying the odds. I see those houses. Wow. There was a time in December, like November, December, where they were setting 60 days, 75 days, price reductions or getting pulled off the market. But then all of a the sudden they're back on and they're selling within two or three weeks maybe wow. 30 days, um, you know, not as many price reductions, I think. And again, I think it's just the fact that there's just not a lot for sale. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the consumer is, frankly, easy to predict. Consumers, when it comes down to it, in order for us to crack open our wallets, we want to feel like we're getting a deal. You want to know when a 6.6% interest rate's a deal? When you're used to eight, right? What? One more comment on that too that I just want to share because Silicon Valley. So a good friend of mine, Alex Lear, very, very busy from San Francisco, you know, basically the whole all the way to Fremont and you know, all over the Silicon Valley. Even he's telling me, like, I'm going, what's going on in the two to five million dollar range? And he's like, he goes, hot cake. I mean, things are just wow. they're selling well. And he goes, and I go, Well, what's driving it? And he goes, Well, he goes, This is normal conversation with the buyer. The buyer goes, I made 20 some percent in the stock market, or I made, you know, he told me like a number, I feel like 25, 28% with their stock portfolio. Oh, we need to put a little bit bigger down payment. No problem. We'll just go yeah. ahead and get the deal done. So a stock market, I noticed on the luxury also, which I think around my neighborhood, a lot of people are commuting yeah. over Vasco, people are commuting to the Silicon Valley. So I think because the stock market's still pretty frothy, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you think about it, right? We've got Google, we've got Meta, we've got we've got all these tech companies, NVIDIA, right around the corner. I mean, Facebook stock tripled, or Meta's tripled, right? It went from sub sub 100 where I bought it to I think over 300. Yeah. Right? If you're if you're a Facebook employee and you're sitting on stock that triples, you're like, oh, I got to put an extra 15 percent or you know 15 grand down. Oh, who cares? Crazy stuff. Alrighty, Matt, you do business all over California in all 50 states. What is going on with purchase refis? Have you already seen the floodgates open or is it still like there's a bunch of horses in the stall and you're not sure yet? Right. Yeah. And the horses are in the stall because of inventory. So, so, you know, a lot of what Ty was, was saying, and you guys are talking about where, you know, the, the amount of inventory is going to determine how much action we have because we can see the week over week 10% mortgage applications are up but you know having somebody pre-approved and in my you know quote unquote home buyer waiting room is one thing having them complete a transaction another because they all can't get something when there's limited inventory and you know to speak to the luxury market real quick cuz most of my stuff first time home buyers you know Sacramento and surrounding we're talking 5 600,000 but i also have Bay Area buyers. And and when they are competitive and you know it's multiple offers between 1.8 and 2 million on a Walnut Creek, which is one we got in a contract last week, that's when I'm like, well, that's scary for the first time home buyers. It's a totally different market. But if they're competitive at 2 million and and that, and, and it's acting point. like that, oh. then then with with 10x the buyer pool at 500 grand, you can imagine how competitive it is. And so at 1.8 million, we had to go 1.9 million, 18 day close, remove um, all but the inspection contingency. And so this isn't 2021, but it's competitive. That's that's something that I want people to understand. And like to your point of people want a deal, I talk to people all the time that they want to buy, but they're not realistic about what is actually doable in a given market. If you would have asked me Q4 of 22 or Q4 of 23, hey, can we go out and get this much credit, cover closing costs, maybe do great. We were screaming that. We all three of us were screaming. If you want a deal, you want points, you want this, get it now because it ain't gonna last and it's gone again. And 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 that's the funny part too, is is I I watch the stuff 
um, and, and I see the ugly duckling cell. And so when, oh. when something comes up and it's a beautiful yep. house, it's 599,000. So it's priced correctly. It's remodeled. I already know when somebody calls me when that's been on for three days, you're not going to get a deal. There is just buyers on the sideline clamoring. And just for some stats for people, because I've got the, the, um, you know, Ryan Lundquist in my market. So I get the privilege of, of getting to check out his data every month and new listings in January in 2020, there was something like 2,500 in 21, there was 2,200 fast forward to 23, 1400 new listings. So, so we're on pace to outdo 23, but by a smidgen, it's still going to be 40% less than the, than the January listings. And this is less listings in an environment where, like we saw, mortgage applications up 10% week over week. Rates that's are down. The, People yeah, are excited. That is, that's the key. January 2023, the market was slow. Flippers were losing their ass because they overpaid. Yep. Inventory was stacking up. We had all these conversations. Rates were going up. Now rates are down a point and a half. With good credit, you can get you can go sub six pretty easy. Now you have demand going, I want some, I want. And these and these buyers, they've been burned. So they're like, oh, it's just it's this has a this this could be a problem. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing too, is like you talked about it, you know, when 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 meta stock is up, when 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 buyer sentiment is good, like that drives the consumer behavior as much as anything else. They feel good. They're ready oh, the to roll. Wealth, it's the wealth effect. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Well, hey, I total right turn on you guys. I don't know if you saw this, but over the weekend, it looks like California Dream for All round two is back. Have you guys seen yep. that? You both yep. did? Yep. I have seen uh, it. No, I actually had somebody from the Sacramento Bee reach out to me and I, I had somebody in my office do the interview with them. Um, some some changes were made and rightfully so some changes that don't make sense were made which is also not surprising in california sorry california sorry politicians you guys don't always get it right and, and, and <laughs> could be an <laughs> understatement yeah, but, I was gonna uh, say, tell me time tell me one time they got it right but anyway, I digress. I digress. It, ro- rolling back out in in 2024 you know because one thing that's interesting that i had a, I had a good discussion with my office and this is probably a longer conversation for another time First generation home buyers. Okay. Great idea. Sounds yeah. good coming out. What are the unintended consequences? Nobody in your family has owned a home. You made a great living for yourself and you now are doing fantastically well. You're telling me that that person would qualify where somebody who may have had a homeowner as a as a parent or a grandparent never got a dime from them, never got any help. Mm-hmm. And and they, they truly need this assistance. They can't get it because there's been generational ownership. Like that's that's kind of funky, but- Yeah, um, you know what the worst thing to me is? Um, They put a clock on this one. You, We all know that last time the money was gone in 11 days, so clearly yep. not done well. They announce it January 20th. They're not, they're, they're going to do a lottery. They're not going to start executing the lottery till April. 
So here's my unintended consequence. Yep. You're going to have all these people holding on to lottery tickets, thinking they're going to be one of the winners. There are only going to be between 1,700 and 2,000 winners, according to the you know estimates. But my fear is there'll be 40, 50, 60,000 people. Most of those people ready to roll that will just wait to see if they're lottery winners. So yeah, I suspect wanna, California you know, you real estate is also yeah. equally as bad, Mike. Oh, no. If you're a lottery winner, you have 60 days to get in contract. I just, yeah. I don't like, I don't like putting pressure on like you must buy because oh, then what it causes, we already know. Oh, I'm getting some free money uh, with this dream program. So it's listed at 499. It's going to be competitive. We'll pay 575. Yeah. It pushes prices up for everybody. Oh yeah. There, there's, there could be a vacuum of activity between now and April. And then there's 60 day window where things go freaking ballistic. What Absolutely could go wrong, wild. guys? Absolutely wild. I, I want to go back to something that was said, and Michael, you were the first person I've heard say this, and you said it back in December, and you said, and you were spot on, the spring selling season started in December. It did. And you called it, and you said it, and, you know, in theory, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, but now that I'm looking back, like, you know, here we are toward, you know, the almost the end of January. Yeah, can you believe January is almost over? I mean, oh my God. But the market conditions are like, the market conditions are already, like I said, like the days on market, you know, having something set on the market more than 30 or 45 days, maybe a price reduction or two. That was all October, November, and early December, and everything changed. Everything, everything changed. 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 It's already, it does feel like March or April today. In terms of inventory, other than maybe it's a little rainy today, so maybe not as many showings the next day or two. But I guarantee you the sun comes out and we have wildfire on new listings again. The other mm -hmm. thing that you look at is based on this new program, like what's March, April, May, June? I mean, it could be wildfire. Uh, it could be wildfire. It. it really could be. It really could be. Well, folks, uh, at the end of the day, we're going to keep doing these conversations every Monday. Matt, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, get pre-approved, ready to rock and roll, how are they doing that? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. And, you know, for whatever reason, um, I'm coming up on 10 years as a licensed mortgage originator, advisor, whatever you want to call me. I'm having more fun this year than ever. Um, I just feel like... You have a lot less competition, about half of them left. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing about it is, is, you know, I've seen enough, I've done enough. I feel like I'm providing true value and there's something to that. Um, I still get people all the time. Some of my old YouTube videos have my phone number on it. So people are like, uh, you're crazy with your phone number online. Uh, I, I still respond to every single text. They're asking me about their escrow account and they're in a state I don't even lend in or do business. It's just fun. It's fun to interact with people. It's fun to know that you're truly helping somebody out, whether it's an escrow question or whatever. So I encourage people to reach out, whether yeah. we're going to work together or not, whether it's just running something by me that your current lender is saying, and it sounds funky because some of the, some of the most joyous moments for me, it's, it's a weird thing is somebody saying, Hey, this is what my broker told me. And I can feel the nervousness in them and they're scared. You know what? That's totally normal. You're on the right track. Where are they broker and loan to? Oh, that company? That's a great company. You're in good hands. You can just feel their shoulders go down, right? Yeah. If they hear it from the person they're working with, 
Maybe it's like, oh, they might be just saying that to get a deal. They hear it from a third party who's got no skin in the game. You're in good hands. You know, that rate yeah. range is about right for 20% down investment property. And I had that conversation last night, 10, 15 at night, you know, just telling somebody, yeah, you're going to be okay. in the high sevens if you're putting 20% down investment property. Made that person feel better. They can confidently move forward with whoever they're working with. Any of that stuff you want to run by the yeah. team. Greatmortgagebroker.com. Fire me, email matt at mtmg.com. Like you said, Mike, I'm no longer chasing income. I'm chasing impact. The more people I can help, the better. I love that. I love that. Ty, you've been in the game a long time. Like the real estate or like the mortgage business, a lot of pretenders have left. Uh, this is the time for the good ones like you to expand, grow, help, impact. Um, what are closing thoughts? I think it's an incredible opportunity this year, 2024. I think um, for sure for realtors, this is the time to really get after it, to get hyper-focused, figure out your niches. Um, I have a free course for creative finance for realtors. Also has some marketing things in there and some proactive, preemptive marketing strategies. All you have to do is send me an email, ty at tylg.com. Also too, for people out there, if you're watching this, I'm still active. I'm not like semi-retired. I take a lot of time off. I have a lot of great family time, but I'm still active as a real estate broker. I still represent a lot of sellers. Um, I represent serious buyers and investors. I don't put up with any nonsense. I am established mm -hmm. where you got to be really serious. And of course, I'm always here to help and serve. I love, I love working with great clients. So ty at tylg.com, please reach out. All right, guys, take care. Have an amazing week. We will do this again on Monday. Later. Thanks, guys. Have a good week.